Welcome back to the Ancient Health Podcast, where we educate you on real health solutions that will help transform the way you live, feel, and overcome disease naturally. I'm your host, Courtney Versage, along with Dr. Josh Axe and Dr. Chris Motley. We're so happy you've joined us. Let's dive into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's Courtney and I am so excited that you're here. Can't say that we're going to have the most riveting conversation today because it's not on a super exciting topic. However, this is a topic that affects just about everyone, especially if you are cooking meals for your family in your home. So whether you are the chef of your home or maybe you're just in your home and you know, you're empowering that person that is there with you making all of your meals, you're going to want to listen to a few minutes of this episode because I think it'll actually clear up a lot of confusion around what cookware is actually healthy and what could be potentially toxic to your body. This is a really an industry where there's a lot of confusion because there's what we call greenwashing. And we've talked about this, about other uh, health products. And we've talked about even things like skincare, right? Things you're cleaning your house with. They're all labeled to look really clean, but in fact, they might not be as clean as you are led on to think they are. So let's just unpack cookware here for a minute. So what do you need to know? You may recognize something called PTFE. This might be something that you see on a lot of packaging on pots and pans. Basically, PTFE is synonymous with Teflon. Teflon is the brand name for this chemical and it's synthetic and it's really what makes cookware non-stick. So this is super convenient because you know when you're making your eggs and you don't want them to be completely stuck to the pan, it makes it quite easy. However, this non-stick coating can be very problematic for your health. Now, another term that you may see along with PTFE is PFOAs. Now, this is a type of PFA. So perfluorooctanoic acid is the long term that you will never need to know, but that is what PFOA stands for. It is a synthetic chemical that was previously used in the production of PTFE-coated cookware, but it has been linked to tons of health risks. Now, this is the one that has really hit the headlines in the press because It's the one that we know is causing a number of things like cancer, developmental problems, neurological issues, autoimmune disorders. The list goes on and on and on. And this is something you absolutely unequivocally want to stay away from. The one thing that you will notice though, is that a lot of companies say PFOA free. Well, PFOAs have really been phased out of production in many countries because we know that it is a major threat to the body. So the fact that it's saying PFOA free, that's great. But it's also kind of a given. It should be the baseline. Manufacturers should not be using this. So if you're ordering things though overseas from China, different areas, like there's probably residual components of PFOA, that chemical that's in there. And we're actually seeing that because we have third parties that are testing a lot of these products that are really inexpensive and they are finding that these chemicals are still there. So the problem with PFOA is that it's a forever chemical. It stays in the human body for a very long time. It stays in the environment for a long time. In fact, There are studies now showing that this chemical is present in minute levels in populations all over the world. So some pans that actually claim to be PFOA-free do in fact contain PTFE. So companies will say that PTFE is harmless to ingest while also acknowledging that PTFE coatings break down under excessive heat. So this is where PTFE is a problem because when it gets heated, it releases a very toxic fume. They've actually seen that people's pets, specifically their birds, have gotten very ill and even died from being exposed to the fumes of PTFE-coated pans being heated at a high temperature. Okay, so if your pets are falling over dead, that's to me like a major red flag. We we all just need to stop and recognize that that's going to be a problem. So PTFE coatings have not been proven safe to ingest. 
Additionally, PTFE coatings require a production process that pollutes the air, drinking water, and food all around the globe. And they have extraordinarily long-lasting toxic chemicals. So PTFE, PFAs, PFOAs, all of these things you may see on labeling on pots and pans, you absolutely want them to be free of those chemicals. However, if it is saying that it is nonstick, it likely has some component or some type of chemical that resembles something in this family because that's what makes it nonstick. So here's a statistic that will blow your mind. A single scratch on a nonstick pan can release over 9,000 PFA particles, 9,000 PFA particles. Like when you think about it, when those things don't actually degrade and they don't go away in the body, that is a massive exposure. And how many of us have had pots and pans where like you can see the fork marks in it because, you know, somebody took a metal spatula or an actual fork and they're scraping the chicken or whatever it is on the pan. And so they're scraping up that coating. I mean, I'm guilty of it. Like we've had pots and pans and I like, now this is years ago, but which is even worse because those were probably the most toxic ones. But I'm just saying it happens, right? Because we use these things forever. And like we, we wait until they absolutely are in the worst shape until we start to replace them. Here's what else is really alarming. We think that pots and pans are the only threat, right, for these PFA particles. But PFOAs have also been found in dental floss, microwave popcorn bags, um, pizza boxes, things like those food containers, like the to-go containers on a hot bar, carpet treatments, things that are on your... Um, a lot of furniture and rugs have been treated with these types of chemicals. Um, and then even the inserts. Okay. Now I talked about this on Instagram and it, it really upset a lot of people because everybody loves their air fryer, but air fryers have that nonstick. Have you ever noticed like you're, that you put the potatoes in there and they don't stick? It's because they have these chemical compounds or something very similar to it. And they're very toxic because think about an air fryer. I mean, it's heating up at a very, very high temperature which means there is some transfer to your food, even if you're not scraping the bottom of it, right? That stuff does break down under chronic, like constant use and in the presence of high heat, which that's what we're doing. We're using them repeatedly and we're using them at high temperatures. So that's a problem. Here's the thing. Companies are under no obligation either to tell you what they make their cookware with. Like they don't have to put on there what the raw materials are that they're using to make their stuff, but they will tell you oh, we're PTFE free and we're PFOA free. That's great. But there's also hundreds of other chemicals that could be acting in the very same way that are also endocrine disrupting. They are also very toxic to your body. So just because they listed those two doesn't mean you're out of deep waters of things looking really bad for your health. So what can you use? Okay. Cause that's really what we want to know. We know all the scary stuff and I'm not here just to instill fear on you. I actually want to give you some solutions that will hopefully help you. So cast iron is great, right? What's What are some of the benefits? Well, they're long lasting. I mean, these things can be passed down for generations. They can become nonstick. This was not my experience when I first had a cast iron. In fact, I mean, it was really my biggest struggle to cook anything in it without losing half of the amount of food to the sides of the pan. But you can make them nonstick. I actually can make eggs now in my cast iron without it sticking. And it's amazing, like over easy, the best eggs. Okay. So with proper use and seasoning, look up some YouTube videos. You can figure out how to season your pan really well. The drawback is that if you do have iron toxicity, right, you can be exposed to some levels of iron. And so you may want to do some hair tissue mineral tests if you suspect that, or if that is a current problem that you have. So if you do have iron toxicity, this might not be the pan you want to be cooking in every single day. I think cast irons are great. I don't think that it's necessarily like your one shot pot and pan, like the thing that you're going to use for everything. So have it 
in your kitchen, but maybe not for every single meal. Okay. It's also really heavy. So if you're somebody that doesn't like having to move big, heavy pans around, that's kind of a little bit of a drawback is that most cast irons are quite heavy. Okay. So let's talk about enameled cast iron, because a lot of times now we're starting to see some cast iron that has some enameling on it. The thing you got to realize with enamel is that we're adding an additional coating and it will break down. Enamels in the in and of themselves can be somewhat less of a threat. Like sometimes we talk about lead and cadmium. There's different studies that say that they have these different components, but there's so many different types of enameling that, and they have different types of bonding and different materials in them. And also that keep them stuck to the cast iron itself, like the adhesion part of it. So with any type of use, you're going to have breakdown. The big thing to look for with enamel cast iron is making sure that you are not chipping or scraping the enamel portion. If that starts to happen, then you've got to look to replace it um, because then it could start to leach some different types of chemicals that you would not want in your food. Now let's talk about ceramic. I love ceramic. I think ceramic is a great option for a lot of people. They distribute heat evenly. They can retain heat really well, and they're generally really safe to use at high temperatures. Ceramic pots and pans though, again, are more fragile. They can be a little bit more heavy, a little bit more uh, delicate to have to handle. So if you're one that's just kind of slinging things in and out of the kitchen, doing a lot of cooking, sometimes they may break. I've certainly had that happen a few times and they can also crack and chip. So just make sure that if you are using ceramic, that you are a little bit more delicate in how you handle it. There also can be some ceramic where they've got some glazes and baked on colors and things like that on the outside, that can generally be fine, but you want to make sure it's lead and cadmium free. Now, stainless steel, least expensive. Everybody I feel like could use stainless steel. I love it. Um, you may see, you know, different all clad things like that. These are great. They will last forever. They do heat up really fast. Um, and you know, outside of some acidic things like tomatoes, tomatoes, sometimes they can have a little bit of a different taste when cooked in stainless steel. Same thing with cast iron. I, I kind of find that I like to use some of my ceramic pots and pans for things that are more acidic, but stainless steel is a great option. So I think that that's a really good combination to use with ceramic and with cast iron. Now, ceramic coated, you've got to be aware again of glazing on ceramic coated pans. Enameled cookware is essentially an inert surface. So it's only a problem when chipped, but ceramic coated pans are made of a metal base generally. Okay. So these ones, if it's not true ceramic, if it's ceramic coated, a lot of times they have aluminum or stainless steel as the base. So this is coated with a thin layer of ceramic material. Um, and it's basically there to provide a nonstick surface. So instead of just having aluminum or stainless steel, you've got this slick nonstick surface that makes it a lot easier and more convenient to cook foods in. Um, it also protects the metal base from scratches and other damage. Now, here's the thing. You do not want to be cooking with aluminum. You really don't. I mean, even if it's aluminum at the center and the core, I just find that any extra exposure to aluminum is very toxic to the body. And we have a lot of overexposure to aluminum. And we know that there are uh, cognitive and brain disorders that are linked with aluminum exposure. So we'll talk about that a little bit more in a second. So if you like ceramic coated pots and pans, look for something that is a stainless steel uh, base that maybe has a ceramic coating to it. This is going to give you something that's lightweight, a little bit more durable. Just know that it might not be a lifetime piece of cookware for you because the moment it starts to chip, you use a utensil with it that scrapes it, like you're going to want to get rid of it, right? Because again, now we've broken that barrier of that ceramic coating. And now we are releasing potentially toxic chemicals 
into your food. So that's the thing you've just got to realize. It's most likely not going to be a lifetime piece of cookware in your kitchen. Okay, so let's talk about aluminum because I mentioned that a second ago, and it's really important that we talk about it. Aluminum foil, aluminum pots and pans, aluminum in general, it heats really fast and evenly. It's very cheap, but it is a neurotoxin and it does not break down very easily in the body. In fact, the half-life of aluminum is seven years. And if you look up aluminum online on any study, there are so many connections to aluminum and Alzheimer's and different brain and cognitive degenerative diseases of the brain. So it's really important that we do not add to the exposures of aluminum. And that goes for aluminum foil because we even think, well, it's aluminum foil. We're just cooking our food on it. Listen, if it is even heated in your oven around your food, say you're putting your food in something and you're just putting the aluminum foil on top of it, that heat actually breaks down the aluminum and it becomes airborne and it gets into your food. Okay. There are actual studies that show that this does happen, that aluminum breaks down over a certain degree, certain temperature. And it's not as high as you would think. It's not like six or 700 degrees where we're, you know, never cooking at that temperature. We're talking, you know, 350, 450 degrees in that window. It actually does start to break down. And that's very, very alarming, especially when it comes to your brain health. Okay. No to aluminum. Okay, so let's talk about silicone. We all, we see a lot of people nowadays that are using silicone bakeware in their homes. Silicone is a lot like plastic in that it doesn't break down. So know that when you're buying silicone things, if you're ever just getting rid of it, it's not going anywhere. It's not degradable. It's not going anywhere. So I do like silicone. Um, there are different forms of it, right? There's standard food grade and platinum grade. Platinum grade uses platinum in its curing process. So it supposedly does not have any additional fillers that could potentially break down and get into your food. So that one is a little bit more preferred. So the way that I like to think about silicone is that I use it for room temperature and I use it for cold because over 300 degrees, it can leach certain chemicals, endocrine disrupting chemicals into your food. So I do not prefer to cook with silicone. And I know there's a lot of little molds and things like that, that you can use for baking. I think again, like some of the little stasher bags and things like that can be great if you're trying to eliminate using so many different Ziploc bags. Like if you're making kids lunches, I actually use those for my kids because I can just clean them out and wash them and then send them back in their lunch boxes. Also know that your dishwasher gets to about 200 degrees. So if you're putting things like silicone in your dishwasher and it's getting heated up, they are going to start to break down over time. So just be aware of that. I like to try and hand wash them as much as possible. And then sometimes I'll just stick like a little paper towel or something in them to kind of prop them open and absorb any extra, um, any extra moisture and water. Cause sometimes it can be difficult to keep them open. So they're not trapping moisture and mold growing and things like that. So if you're a mom, you know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right. So let's summarize this really quick. A couple of great staples. I think that everybody can use very, uh, very effectively in their home and feel really good about it. Cast iron, number one. Stainless steel, great option for pots and pans. Ceramic, love ceramic. Just make sure, again, you're making sure that the glazing and the coating doesn't have any harmful chemicals like cadmium or lead. Glass is great too. We didn't talk about glass, but that one's been around forever. So I think glass is a wonderful option. Again, very fragile. So sometimes you have to be a little bit more gentle and making sure that you're not throwing them around and they're not chipping and breaking and shattering. Everybody loses one every now and then, but glass is a great option. Guys, I hope this episode has helped you. I hope it's cleared up a little bit of confusion around some of your cookware. Maybe you need to go in your kitchen and start evaluating some of the things you currently have. Maybe have a little funeral, part with some of your 
your old pots and pans that might not be serving your greatest health needs right now, know that you can simplify. Things do not need to be more difficult. So simplify and get only keep the things that you know you can use and that you know you can keep for a really long time. We shouldn't have to be replacing these things over and over. So if you need to invest in a couple of good pieces, this is the time to do it. Eliminate the excess. You don't need everything and make sure that you're getting good quality cookware because cooking really good food at home is such a value to your health. But if you're cooking them in things that are adding to your toxic and chemical load, that's going to be a massive problem for you in your healing journey. Thank you guys for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this little segment and I'll see you on the next one. Hey, Dr. Axe here. I want to say thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to like and subscribe to the show so you don't miss a thing. Also, if you're in search of more natural health content, you can follow us at Health Institute on Instagram or subscribe to our newsletter using the link in the show notes below. Hey, thanks a lot and have a blessed week.